Five years ago, I started asking questions about why I was the way that I was. I began to identify things that didn't feel true to my essence and separate them out from who I really am. As I began to see the truth about my true essence, I was able to grow in ways that I didn't even realize were possible. I'm excited to be able to be your guide here in this space and help to inspire you to do the same. I'll be bringing you guest experts as well as topics that have helped me immensely along the way in my own journey, and I hope to inspire you and to teach you that there's nothing you cannot do. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Corey Schmeckley, and this is the Finding You Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Finding You podcast. I am your host, Corey Schmeckley, and today I have an incredible guest to introduce to you, someone who I have worked with. I'm getting emotional. (laughs) Um, In the past, she was my very first mentor. I don't know if you knew that, Um, and really played a pivotal role in my just where I am today. So I'm excited to share with you guys more about that. But for now, welcome, Jamie C. Hi. Hi. I love that you almost got emotional. I didn't almost get emotional. I I am emotional. I was like, be emotional. It's okay. It's okay. I'm so happy to be here and so proud of you. Mm. Seriously, you're amazing. So thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, it's an honor, truly. Um, yeah, I want to, wanted to start by talking just a little bit about the role that you have played in my journey and kind of the things that you brought to my awareness that I had been unaware of and how they've continued to play a role in my day-to-day life. Um, and then transition a little bit more into what you're doing currently and Mm. speaking more about just what you do. Does that sound good to you? I love it. I'm here for the ride. Let's do it. All right. Well, you were the first person, you and your work, I think it may have been the first Rising Wolf course that you released. Do you? I think it was. Actually, I think you were actually one of of the first few one-on-ones and within some of my um, smaller... I think maybe you were in Brave Biz for a little bit too. It could have yes. been in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were definitely, uh, we did a lot of one-on-one work and it was incredible. Your growth was incredible to witness. Yeah. I was in such a dark space when I started working with you and you had recently started sharing, or maybe I, maybe you had been sharing for a while, but I found your, um, your newer podcast that was not hair related. And I had followed you along your hair journey for a long time. And Mm -hmm. I, for those of you guys who don't know, I um, am a salon owner as well. And um, I had followed you in your hair journey. And then I somehow found your newer endeavors and started following your just like vulnerable shares about where you were when you started your journey and what it was that really Mm -hmm. kind of your rock bottom Mm -hmm. and how you got out of that. And that 
I could, that really resonated with where I felt I was at the time. And that gave me the courage to feel like I could reach out and ask for help to someone who would understand what I was going through. And that's really a space I felt I was in when I first started working with you and through the one-on-one work, through the programs and containers that I was a part of, of yours in the beginning, um, I was introduced to just like energy in general, quantum physics as an entire concept that I had been completely unaware of. And that in and of itself was life-changing, but the way that you approached it, the way that you presented it, the way that you made it accessible, relatable, actionable, um, really gave me the tools to start incorporating energy work and manifestation into my day-to-day life and to realize that I really could take something that I thought was a dream and bring it into existence. Um, And that for me was the start of everything. It was the start of recognizing so many changes that needed to be made in my life that were not aligned with where I wanted to go. And each step that I took just continued building that proof and that trust within myself and with the universe that, okay, like we got this, we can keep stepping, we can keep jumping. And as long as we have a clear intention of what we're calling in, um, we're going to be okay. And, and you were the person that introduced me to that. (laughs) It's life-changing. Yeah. Truly life-changing gives you the foundational components to be able to first off, be able to essentially create what you want to create in your life. Because when you're in this kind of perpetual cycle, it feels so heavy and it feels so dense and it feels so hard and challenging. And I think a part of you knew that it was all possible. Otherwise you probably wouldn't have taken a step towards that direction, but you did. And you were one of, one of my clients who I have to, I have to commend you on this because you did the work, you showed up, you were very honest about where you were and what you were going through, but you also were really, I could see kind of the light in you kind of, I almost like to think of it as like turning the volume up. Like you just, like, you just kind of kept getting, coming to life a little bit more, coming to life a little bit more. And your light kept getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And then right when it would dim, and something would happen in your life, you had the tools to be able to turn it back on yourself. And I think that has what's gotten you to be able to learn more tools and feel more excited about where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. There's always been this inner knowing that now I've come to realize was my intuition all along that was getting me to these spaces to be able to find the right people to lead me and to learn new tools. So thank you for, for acknowledging that. Of course, of course you've come a very long way. Oh my gosh. Such a long way. It's crazy to think about who I was when I first started working with you. That feels like light years away, Mm -hmm. um, with how many like deaths and rebirths I've experienced since then, like massive, massive ones. Um, So really all of that being said, I just want to say thank you and thank you for the ways in which you've helped me and thank you for the ways in which you help your community continuously. Um, You know, I'm a part of your community on social and I can tell that you're the women within your containers currently are receiving so much from you and 
just, I can feel the light with, within them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so fun to watch and the way that you, the way that you take manifestation and make it like you bring a fresh energy to it and you make it, I mean, so many of the different ways that you present, even on your podcast, I'm an avid listener of your podcast still, and Thank you. <laughs> um, you're welcome. And the, the ways in which you, the tools that you're able to offer are just things that I never would have thought of that are so like, they feel so simple, but then when you put it all together, it's just, you're doing the things. And I feel like, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, no, first and foremost, thank you. Yes. Of <laughs> thank course. you so much. Uh, it, it's actually, it's, it's, um, really nice to hear because when a lot of people listen to the podcast or listen to, um, just any of my programs or, I mean, honestly, the podcast in itself is such a, it's such a fun experience because I don't think many people know this, but when I, when I am doing the podcast, I have one topic and I just let it flow. Like there is, I don't really ever have any notes. I just, it just comes through and it's like this kind of channeled message that generally Mm -hmm. comes through and it feels so fun um, and really, really expansive. So when I'm able to do any type of giving of tools, uh, transformation, um, energy transformations, things of that nature. It is interesting because I think over time I have realized that I'm a type of person who sees in pictures and I, I speak in analogies. And I think a lot of times people also take those analogies and they're like, oh, now I understand it in a whole new way. When oftentimes when we think about manifestation or rebuilding our relationships with ourselves or with, um, with money and expansion and abundance, it can feel really heavy. Like, where do I start? How do I do this? And really, I like to take the approach of, especially working with female entrepreneurs and mompreneurs in particular, it's really amazing to be able to take the approach of childlike curiosity and bring it back into kind of what we naturally do. And so when we take the route of childlike kind of exploration, I call it like the the scavenger hunt of self, right? Mm -hmm. There's less pressure, less judgment, um, less heaviness as you're exploring because it's just data and information. And the moment we start experiencing these little like like when you're on a scavenger hunt and you're like, Oh, perfect. I found this little thing. Now I'm going to sit with it. What can I, what can I learn about this thing? Or what can I add to my, my bucket of, of new information? Um, and when you then can observe it in a neutral way, you can then use your tools to say this data and information, even though I can see it in a neutral way, it feels like there's friction in my body. When I look at it, when I observe it, there's friction, there's restriction, there's dense energy that fills up either my throat or my stomach or my heart or my solar plexus. And that is even more information because then we can be like, okay, now we're not only experiencing thoughts around it, but we're experiencing energy that's stored as memory in our body. And then we can do even more deeper exploration and scavenger hunts and then create tools from there. Because at the end of the day, each person wakes up and 
a lot of people don't even realize that they're doing the same thing every single day. They think it's a new day, but they're living from the past, the same thoughts, same behaviors, rolling over on the same side of the bed, looking at the phone, probably like in uh, a lot of times people don't even realize that they're looking at their phone in like every 12 minutes Mm -hmm. or like every five minutes, they just are on a program of just Mm -hmm. checking and doing and patterns and behaviors that are the same. And the moment we shift and break one, move one, shift it, you see a brand new part of yourself. And the coolest thing about it is that when you start to meet new parts of yourself, the parts that we've kind of stuffed away and stuffed away and stuffed away, and we start to witness new parts of ourselves, we realize that there's new expansion levels because you can only create from how deeply you know yourself. So when you start to see these parts of yourself, it's like, I'm learning more about me. Yes. <laughs> and it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. That is. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, that was it. That was it. It was a complete sentence for me. <laughs> okay. I was going to say that ties in perfectly to my message and what my journey has been that I've been so passionate that I am so passionate about sharing is I started my journey off just wanting to understand why am I the way that I am and identifying things that I didn't actually love about the way that I was acting and getting really real and kind of allowing myself to become more of the observer instead of the participator and saying, okay, so I see these things. I see these actions. I see these beliefs. I see these reactions. And I started going on that scavenger hunt to figure out as best I could, where those were stemming from some of it, I didn't know, but you're still, still able to heal that with, with awareness and shift it. Even, even if you don't know exactly where it's derived from. Um, but yeah, that was really, and has, and still is my biggest mission for myself is just continuing to find myself, come back to as close to my original blueprint as possible before I was, um, you know, shifted and shaped by all of these beliefs and the external of my external environment and the projections and the fears and the contractions. And, um, so that's the entire message of my podcast and my brand that's about to launch to help other women, um, find themselves. And I'm going to start by teaching them how to follow their intuition and identify it amongst the other all of the other thoughts and feelings that come alongside taking the steps to, to change and to open up new parts of yourself. So thank you for touching on that because that really comes full circle to, to what my message is here on this podcast is the more that you know yourself, the, the more the possibilities open up and the more clearly you're able to see, um, in my opinion, bring your dreams to fruition because those dreams are actually meant for you. If you can see it, it's for you is my belief. So, <laughs> yes, I, I, a hundred percent agree with that. I think that if you weren't able to conceptualize it as a thought or a feeling or an idea, mm-hmm. then it wouldn't be meant for you. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can think it and that it's, it's in your heart, it's in your mind, it's an idea. It's a little seed that you're planting means you are right in, it's already in creation. It's already in motion when you're thinking about it. Truly your thoughts create energetic matter. And the moment you say, I want to do this, it doesn't matter if 
it's five years from now or 10 minutes from now, it's in creation, it's in motion. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know this is something you've wanted to do for a very long time. You've talked about this and so excited that it's here and that you're doing this because the, the truth of it is, Corey, is that there's so many amazing people out there that have so much potential and it goes untapped, untouched. And could you just imagine the more women that came out and said, I have this gift to share. I'm no longer held back. I'm going to do it. Could you imagine what world we would be living in? The ripple effect that would change. Yeah. I just feel like the collective would be, oh, it'd be so juicy and delicious. Yeah. (laughs) That vision is honestly what, what lights me up Mm -hmm. for what that could do to the world, what it will do to the world. There you go. What (laughs) it will do exactly what it is doing, what it is doing. Because I mean, it's the thing is, is that when someone does the work on themselves, just goes on the journey of self-exploration and self-discovery, what you're really saying is I no longer want to experience what I've been experiencing before. I no longer want to live a life that feels this way. You get to this point where you're like, enough is enough. Because sometimes it, it just becomes like, no matter how I keep moving forward, whatever I do, it, this it's no longer worth the sacrifice of my happiness and my joy. And as you start going on that self-exploration and that journey and that moment you are just committing to yourself and whatever your pace looks like, you're also creating that opportunity for everyone in your orbit. Because the moment you start changing and shifting, you feel it. And I was just talking with one of my clients um, today, Andrea, she was, she was messaging me. She goes, my husband, she just started inside one of my programs. And her husband just said, this is the most calm I've ever seen you. And she is just doing the work within herself, but she's, her nervous system is starting to regulate. Her mind is starting to calm. She's feeling more focused, more, more clarity, more presence. Mm -hmm. And she's now people around her are starting to be like, you're different. Something's different about you. What are you doing? And then she said to one of her friends who also noticed a change in her energy and in the way that she was speaking and in her groundedness said, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, I started, I I entered into this nine month program and, uh, you know, she was just saying, I think she's probably going to join because (laughs) she just, she goes, she can see it in me. And it's again, the ripple effect, Mm -hmm. it's the change within you, maybe your partner, maybe your children, Mm -hmm. um, people everywhere. And then that person who's impacted impacts someone else. Yeah. And someone else and their orbit. And it just becomes this big pool of ripples of change. The ocean yeah. is bigger than a pool. <laughs> yeah. The ocean. And in my experience too, a lot of times when, when people are around the outside of that person, who's now radiating this new type of energy, it just kind of like magnetizes them in. And sometimes they're not even sure why, like, it's mm-hmm. like, I almost have this vision now after the work that I've done of, of people's souls kind of just in here, like 
like waiting for the right thing to follow. And then they're just like drawn towards it. And sometimes cognitively, we don't even know why. And something that I talk about a lot is just trusting that feeling and surrendering to that and not having Mm -hmm. to understand why you're being drawn to that. Just trusting that inner knowing that that's the right next step for you. If you feel it in your whole body. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm wondering, do you want to talk a little bit about your current container? Oh yeah. I'd love to. Um, and what you're experiencing that, that feeling, I call that Mm -hmm. the full body. Yes. Yes. That full body. Yes. Because it's this like activation within you. Mm -hmm. That's like, this feels good. This feels right. And there's been times where, and that's beautiful because it's really your intuition saying, yeah, this is the path. Go baby, go, (laughs) go follow it. Mm -hmm. Uh, so my container, so I, I focus on, uh, supporting mompreneurs in mindset and energy work and business strategy, um, creating, uh, what I call wealth expansion, kind of creating this, this, um, container that opens, I call it the wealth container. Uh, and a lot of times people will associate the word wealth to money, uh, and where yes, that does is a byproduct, uh, of that. It's not essentially the whole package. So we focus on the acronym of wealth, which is worthiness, ease, awareness, love, trust, and harmony. And these are all things within ourselves that kind of, we, we just kind of break them open and, and kind of soften your heart and soften all this energy. So then you can allow more in and we create intentional manifestation and healing of money and being able to create a business that is wildly wealthy, that comes from a space of ease and presence, uh, because so many, I think female entrepreneurs are feeling like the only way that they can reach their success goals are uh, by working more, doing more. Um, and then their energy and their, their nervous system gets the, you know, dysregulated in that process. And what ends up happening too, is when you have this kind of idea of creation of going and going and going and doing more and doing more, when we slow down, we actually feel like we're doing something wrong. We feel guilt. We feel shame. We feel embarrassment. We feel like we're not doing enough. We feel I could be doing more. And then once there is that right versus wrong in our brain of when I slow down, what I'm, and I feel guilt or I feel shame, or I feel like I'm doing not enough. What I'm saying is, is that what I'm doing right now isn't right. And when there is a right versus wrong, that immediately activates your nervous system and makes us even, we can shut down or we'll start scrolling or we'll start numbing or we'll start um, trying to find something to kind of soften the activation that we're feeling or numbing it, quieting it down. Or some people will just go in hyper mode where they'll all right, now I just have to go and I have to, and it takes up so much mental space, so much physical space. And they end up snapping at their kids more. They have no space for anything. They have uh, no patience. And then they're constantly in this mode of when I get there, if I reach my goal, right? If I reach my goal, my nervous system doesn't know any other way to create than the way I've, the way I've created. So then they're going to get there. And then they're going to feel like if I don't keep up this pace, 
it goes away and mm. then I lose. So we get people to rebuild their relationships with themselves, with money, uh, letting go of generational ties of lack, money stories, um, being able to trust themselves, become leaders, be able to hire and have more direction and confidence in their business. And it's just been wildly transformative and such an amazing container to expand within. We have three coaches, myself, and we have uh, Bridget, who is a um, energy healer and also nervous system act, um, dysregulation is kind of her area of genius where she supports um, regulating for a client. She does this thing. Have you ever heard of emotion code? No, it's amazing. So basically emotion code is where we have all of this stuck and stagnant energy in our bodies that get trapped from years of experiences and traumas and things of that nature. Or, uh, and what she does is she taps into your unconscious and um, your energy field, and she's able to release heart walls that keep your heart closed mm -hmm. and other emotions uh, that are ready to be released from your body. And a lot of times when we enter into healing, it can feel so hard. It can feel like, it's like, kind of like, going through heavy mud sometimes. And then you like come up for air and you're like, okay, this feels good. And then back down, right. There's like so much to discover sometimes. Mm -hmm. So this allows for our clients to just feel like you don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. You sit there, she does it. You feel relief. And wow. she's, it's really crazy. I love it so much because she's able to actually tap into the emotion when it was stuck in your body and she mm -hmm. gets intuitive downloads as well. And then she does energy healing to release it. And then we also have Lindsay, uh, who is a human design expert. So she supports our clients in living and leading by their human design, helps um, them understand themselves, validate their processes, and then being able to scale their business, sell and market all by their human design. So it's a really beautiful container. And thank you so much for giving me space to be able to talk about it. Yeah. It's something I'm super passionate about. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> That's amazing. I love yeah. that you bring human design into it because mm -hmm. that I can imagine how, well, you know, each of us are so different and unique and receive things mm -hmm. differently. And, and yeah, that, that's a, I'm just processing that. That's <laughs> I love that you do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been amazing. One of my clients who's going to be an alumni at the end of this month, she entered into the program because she was following me on TikTok. And she said, I loved the little like nuggets of information. She's like, I just wanted the whole roadmap. I was sick of having to try to plug in the pieces myself. Mm -hmm. And she said, my brain just was such a not safe place to be. I was feeling guilt and shame around not being a present mother, so much heaviness around that. Um, and, and, and not feeling like when I was with him, like my brain was always thinking about something different. And today she's, she couldn't even show up online. She was having such a hard time. She felt so much heaviness around that. And now through this program, she used every resource to the nth degree. And she's like, my, my body, my mind is the safest place now. And she feels mm. this 
like new level of worthiness. She didn't feel worthy of anything before. And now she's calling it all in and it's, she feels like an amazing mom. She's released so much. She's done the work and it's just been incredible. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's really great to be able to create something that gives really big, beautiful, meaningful transformations. It's yeah. the biggest and most fulfilling gift on my end. Yeah. And that's amazing that you're able to guide them through that in a way that they're still doing the work is obviously there's work involved, but they're not having to have like dark night of the soul after dark night of the soul after dark night of the soul Mm -hmm. in order to make these shifts and these leaps. And that's really incredible that you've been able to structure your programs in a way that allows for that type of that type of growth. I know for me, one of the biggest things that I've struggled with is being open to receiving, feeling safe in a state of receivership, um, especially when it comes to wealth and just happiness in general, which I pair very closely with, with feeling wealthy in all areas of my life. And, um, So everything that you do, you know, has always just resonated so much. And now I'm interested in your new container. (laughs) Arms wide open. Thank you. (laughs) Arms wide open. Come on in. Um, Yeah, I think that like the, I would love to talk a little bit about that receiving energy too, because Mm. it really is saying my heart is open. My heart is open. And and have you ever uh, read the book Untethered Soul? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like, it's a lot of that. Like I will continue to keep my heart open. And one thing that I have found is just a very similar connection to you, your ability to receive as if you can receive a compliment, right? Just that very basic thing. If someone says, Hey, like you look really beautiful today. Just being like, thank you. Not, Oh, you know, this whole thing or no, nah, no, you know, and, and being able to like, who just, practicing that in itself is already opening you up to receiving other things as well. Mm. Just that simple little act. So anyone who's listening next time you get a compliment, just say, thank you and see how it feels. Even if it's uncomfortable at first, Yeah, just kind of like chipping away at mm-hmm. that closed heart, just open it right up to receive it. Cause it's safe to, it's yeah. safe to say, thank you for seeing me. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you been able to identify a theme within women that you work with and kind of where their fear and contraction around being able to receive stems from, or is it just kind of very different across the board? Uh, There's some common, common themes. Some of them, I would say asking for support is linked directly to that asking for support. So especially when I work with solo entrepreneurs, uh, and even honestly, women that I worked with that have teams, they still have such a challenging time asking, Hey, can you help me with this? Hey, I'd love to see you taking on more responsibility or doing these types of things and asking for that support. Because what you're really saying is when you're asking, you're receiving something in advance And there's a lot of restriction because there's some ties to, I should be able to do it myself. I should be able to do that myself. And there's a sign of weakness attached to that. So whenever there's this lack of like, I don't, I I mean, I feel 
tightness or restriction in being able to allow in, ask yourself, am I able to open myself to ask Mm -hmm. for what I want? Mm -hmm. Um, Because even one of the, the biggest things that we do in the very, very beginning too, is there's a little bit of shame around asking. Because really what you're saying is when, even when you're, you maybe just be asking energetically and using your voice and being seen, right? Because when you're asking to receive, whether it be wealth, abundance, joy, opportunities, more clients, more product sales, uh, more coaching clients, whatever the, whatever it is you're asking, you're really asking to be seen. And it's that relationship with, am I willing to be able to stand there in my power and take it and to hold it? Do I have space for that? Or what do I need to let go of to be able to hold that in? Uh, so one of the things that we do to be able to, to kind of crack open that wealth container a little bit is one thing that, I mean, you probably hear this a tremendous amount, just being in the industries that we're in is that so many times we will set a goal for 10K, 20K, 30K, 40K months, 100K, million months, whatever it is that people are calling in. But there's so much restriction in even saying it out loud. There's so much shame about someone saying 10, they're like, oh yeah, 10K months. But really what they want is 40. Really what they want is more than that. But there's a sense of quiet energy. And there's, so what I do is I say, say it out loud, exactly what you want. And we're going to practice just saying it out loud, like, and then add 20K to that and say it out loud. Because if you can say it out loud, really what you're saying is I'm not afraid to receive it. So mm-hmm. notice where there's that kind of like restriction or quiet energy about asking for what you desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a level of vulnerability related to that too, that that kept coming up for me as you were speaking, that standing there and asking for what you want, you know, that requires being able to feel safe, being vulnerable. And sometimes that can be very tied to safety that wasn't experienced in the past that is like still with you today. And that has been my experience of something that I've had to move through is um, realizing that really like the past is over and the past is the past. And I am safe to, to be here fully and manifest, call in, ask for, stand for what I want. Because like you said earlier, until you're aware that, that you're, you have been still living from a space of what has happened in the past, that, um, it's impossible to create something new. And so then the perceptions attached to that for me, it, it took me so much work to get to a point where I could actually look around and feel in my body like, oh, the past really isn't happening. <laughs> and that's what I felt um, related to what you were saying just now about being able to stand and call in what you're wanting. And for me, that felt so closely tied for so long to also giving the past permission to be the past was, was something that really helped me like step into the space of being aware that, that this space can be different and that I am actually safe in, in 
doing now and calling in now what I want to. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think you bring a really good point around the past though, because that is dictating everyone's current moments. Mm-hmm. Unless you are cognizant of what is happening around you and you're not in conscious creation mode, right? which is very simple to get into, right? It's just about awareness. It's just, oh, look, there's a pen next to me. Oh, look, there's a cup of coffee next to me. And what you're doing is you're actually shifting to a new part of your mind, which is which I call the success center. It's the uh, prefrontal cortex, right? Versus being in the call, what I call the backdrop of the brain. Mm. And the moment you step into awareness, the moment you're in that creation mode, you're saying, Ooh, a new moment, a new opportunity, a new experience. And it's very common for, for most people to make their decisions based off of what's happened in the past, being afraid to invest in something because maybe that coach or that person didn't fulfill what they needed, or maybe they were afraid to invest in a program because they've never finished a program in the past. They never finished it. Right. So there's this lack of trust in themselves to be able to move forward. And so it's so important to recognize that when you do step into a container, when you do step into a program or anything that you're investing your time and your hard-earned money into that you know that those that that person or that program or that collective or that group is going to serve those parts of you that were never served before that you're getting that accountability that you're getting that support that they really understand and come from a space of this is what's coming up. Trust is one of the biggest ones. We have an entire module on just trust. And honestly, it's something that we work on throughout the entirety of our program. It always comes back to it. Yeah. Always comes back. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a, been such a big piece. You know, my past is so different. Everyone's past is different, but trust I can, you know, it's played such a big role for me and without it, I was just living in complete fear and contraction and in that hustle mode. And like you were saying, just kind of more so pushing things away instead of standing here in trust and welcoming, Mm. which is still a battle that I, you know, yeah. Working on. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Every day, every day. I think most of us have some form of um, rebuilding, rebuilding. Right. And I think that I actually was in spin class today in which she said, my instructor always comes up with these little knowledge bombs that just land in my heart. And I'm like, how did, Mm -hmm. how did I I not know this? And then you came Mm -hmm. and you said this thing and it just landed in my heart. And she said, if you want to grow, if you want to get stronger, you have to recover first. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, Okay. And I liked that word better than rest because I feel like the word recover is like, there's this sense of healing attached to it. I think sometimes when people think rest, they think like a nap, like they're lazy. They're not doing Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's like, no, it's not, it's the recovery. It's like very similar to like when you're building strength in your body, 
right? It takes time. Like if you want to build your muscles, you gotta, you gotta recover first. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're just going to do more damage. And the same thing is for your nervous system is that when you go, 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 there's only injury that occurs Mm -hmm. instead of recovery. So yeah, yeah. You want to grow, you got to recover. Yeah. I love that. It feels recovery feels more purposeful to me than the word rest. Rest feels kind of more passive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that word mm-hmm. that a lot, it, it, it's actually very, I mean, I think across the board, most people think rest, they're like, well, rest is so important, but they're like, what do I do in the rest? Yes. <laughs> it's like, what, what do you do in recovery? It's like, it's intentional. It feels yes. so much more intentional. Like I'm, I'm still doing something to encourage whether like my healing, Mm-hmm. I guess that's what it recovery is healing. Yeah. Like it's still in, in alignment with your end goal. It's not, it's not, you're not taking a step back. You're actually taking a step forward by allowing the time to recover is the way that I view it now. Mm -hmm. It took me a long time to get to that place. Yeah. Yeah. You can understand why most people don't though, because when their nervous systems are like, go, 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 they're trying to avoid that feeling of when I slow down. Mm-hmm. that I'm not doing enough or that I am not enough or that I could be doing more or that. um, Yeah. So anyone out there who's experiencing that, I'm going to give you one little tidbit, regulate your nervous system when you're not activated. And that's going to be a really good way of being able to stabilize. Most times people are only utilizing tools like EFT tapping or, you know, breath work or meditation or just being in nature or grounding when they're activated, when their nervous system is in, is in uh, high alert and what, where that is beneficial, it's going to deactivate. It also is really important to, it's like, it's like, um, the hygiene of your nervous system, Right. You don't just brush your teeth when you have a cavity, Mm. right? Yeah. You do it every day. (laughs) It's like that. So those moments of breath work or meditation or stillness or light movement or just intentional journaling, just things that take you out of, you know, out of your head and into your body Mm -hmm. in ease is going to be really beneficial long-term. Yeah. So if you're wondering what to do while you're in recovery, those, that was a handful of really great ideas. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My last question for you, Mm -hmm. what is your, if you would feel comfortable sharing, what is your, like the first thing that comes to mind as a tip for listeners on calling something in just with where you're at right now? I know you have a million different tools in your tool belt, but what's the one that comes to mind that that might feel actionable for people at home that you would feel comfortable sharing in this space. Okay. So the first one is it's kind of a multi-step. So if you've got a notebook, write this down or just re-listen to the podcast episode. So number one, when it comes to calling anything in, there has to be a sense of clarity. So I want you to think about walking into a cave and we are like, I want more money then what echoes back to you more money, right? But 
if we're not clear, it could just be a penny, but you have expectations already in your mind of what more is, but universe God divine doesn't know that. And also your brain filters don't know what to look for when you're thinking that. So get as clear as you can, but ensure that it's not passing the point of cognitive dissonance. So especially when you're in the very, very beginning stages of manifestation. And well, I just want to clarify when you're manifesting, you're, it's the byproduct of your thoughts, beliefs, and actions that are most consistent, most, most dominant. So when you're doing mindset work, when you're doing nervous system regulation work, what you're doing is you're creating a new pathway to manifestation. So to be able to kind of work the system a little bit more in your favor, getting as clear as possible. So for example, let's just say you want to onboard one new client a day or a week, let's just say, and that's really what you want to do. So instead of saying, I want more clients, what you would say is I'm so grateful and excited and happy that I keep calling in more than one client a week. It just keeps happening. Or another way it is, isn't it so crazy how clients keep onboarding with me more than one a week? Just something where it kind of is adding clarity. It's in present tense. It's adding emotion, but you have to feel it because the mind doesn't, the, the body doesn't understand language. It understands the emotion that's attached to words. So if you're just saying it, and feeling nothing, the likelihood of that changing neural networks, expanding your energy is going to be much less likely. So be as excited as possible. So number one, get very clear specificity, put it in present tense, add emotion to it. And I would love for you to be able to put that on a post-it note and put that everywhere. Like put it in your car, put it in your purse, put it on your mirror, put it on a glass, like literally right here. Like, I don't know. I mean, Corey, you could say this, Mm -hmm. but I put mine right here Mm -hmm. and I literally have it on my cup of filtered water and everywhere I go, I see it. It's reminding and I'm like, Ooh, it's this little, Ooh, little reminder all day long. Uh, I put it by my bedside when I go to bed at night. The most important thing to remember though, is that when you are in the process of conscious creation and you're calling in something specific, what's going to end up happening is that your mind has a really beautiful way of adapting very, very quickly. So that excitement that you may feel may actually drift off within like 48 hours. So swapping it to something similar, but that's a little bit different that swishes up the emotion and swapping those out weekly, same kind of intention different kind of language uh, that'll help from adapting too quickly and then kind of going stagnant. Okay. Mm, thank Was you. Is that helpful? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. <absolutely>. Good. <laughs> yes. I love that. Oh, yes. I do have a, a million and one, but that's, that's the one that I would say to start with, because the moment you start getting into cognitive dissonance, which is just your identity levels are basically saying, I don't believe that that can happen for me immediately we'll just say, absolutely not. Uh, then it's immediately going to create distrust, doubt, 
and that type of situation, which we do not want. So we want to create something that's maybe that your brain right now feels is achievable mm-hmm. just as a starting point. Yeah. And then when you get into that energy of being able to play with magic a little bit more, mm-hmm. getting to have fun, then you get to just kind of be like, okay, what else is possible? What else can I do? Mm-hmm. And yeah. just wait for the miracles to happen because they're always happening. Yes. Mm, so good. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. You're so welcome. <laughs> Would you like to share a little bit about where listeners can find you and yes. follow your work? Yes. Yeah, so I am on Instagram and also on TikTok um, at Mama Who Manifests. And uh, you can find me at therisingwolf.com. That is my company, my coaching company. And um, quite honestly, I would love for you just to take a moment today to either go onto the TikTok, the TikTok, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Instagram. Um, but really, I would love for you to start with the podcast. I would really, really love for you to start with the podcast because I feel like that is the most um, easy to digest and you can listen to it on your way to work, that type of thing. Um, the podcast is there. She rose It's on all listing platforms. And one more, if you're a reader, you can also snag my book. Uh, it's called you rewritten and you can snag that, um, on any of my platforms, the risingwolf.com. You can find it there as well. It's so good. Go get it. Get it all. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Jamie, for your time today. It was so great to talk to you. And I'm just so grateful for you making the time to be here and for the work that you do with with women. It's it's changing the world for sure. That's the goal. That's the goal. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye for now. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Finding You podcast. I hope you have found this episode informative, inspirational, or both. If you did, it would be immensely helpful if you could take a few moments to leave a review for the podcast. And if you are interested in learning more about my work or how to work with me in other capacities, you can find me on Instagram at findingyou.official. Thank you so much. I hope you have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.